I was on the scoreboard at the Big A. Don't let's. I don't know why that didn't make the open, but that was. I've been on the scoreboard now at SoFi. They don't call it the Oculus. They call it something Infinity Screen or yeah. something or other. Huge board. <laughs> Huge yeah. board. Three sixty. Yeah. Travis faces and Staples. And now you, you were on the board. Yeah. Well, don't quit but, the job just but, yet. But you okay? didn't see it. That kind of bums me out. It's just one sitcom, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't win the Oscar. <laughs> not friends, <laughs> right? right. I, I haven't, I haven't got my syndication deal where I make a million dollars a show. Yeah, I guess right. I probably don't quit need yet. to hear that. What is this about Slee in the face? Context, please. Oh, they, they hit, take it in the face. I forget yeah. what it was. What, an what ass Slee. So it was in that fight in the Phoenix game when they got in a. Uh, it was like Nikola Jokic. He like hit somebody and he said, "Oh, I'd rather just take it in the face." Oh, okay. Something like that. Like, okay. they, like if he had to get hit anywhere, he would get hit in the face. He yeah, would that's, rather that's get hit what in the was. face. He would rather get hit because we said you can get hit at Wait any point. Wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. Who would rather get hit in the face? Okay. Not, not okay. me. I'm sorry. Alan, the answer to your question is Alan Sliwa. And that's why it's a sound. He okay. decided he, we, it. we do It's radio. Thing. You can have a, a face that's beaten up. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, we do a, a little bonus, Ask Slee, typically. I like yeah. to throw one or two more in on the back end. You ready okay. for one more? No, I'm scared to death now. <laughs> okay, but go ahead. If DeMarco's hosting a party, what beverage is he stocking the fridge with? Hashtag oh, ask goodness gracious. So it depends. What's the audience? It's it's me and my buddies and you and your buddies. Uh, Stella. Okay. Yeah, Stella is going to be in there. Okay. Absolutely. And uh, if you're really cool, then I'll show you the real stash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's just, for the sake of argument, that's in the garage. I'm, I'm pretty cool. What are we going to find in that garage? Okay, how long is this segment? Yeah, go ahead. I'll tell you. I'll tell time. you during the break. Okay. Yeah. 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 And now Stella. Gonna, Stella's I'm number one. I'm going to need the uh, garage code so I can go. There you go. There See. Right. Give me your keys first. Though. I'm going to go try. I know where you live, kinda. I'm yeah. just going to go try it on every garage nice. door in your neighborhood until I get it done. It. It's blue moon too. Yeah. Moon's good. Right. Yeah, yeah. What, you? Are we, what are we rolling out for snacks? See, I, I, I have. Is this just beverages or, or, or everything? Uh, well, we can talk about everything. Oh, but go ahead. Like. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. So for me, I like to have a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, I like to have something like a Stella would be good, a little fuller bodied something. And then maybe a couple of light ones, maybe some even heavier ones. Maybe go like a, a full test IPA or two Ooh, okay. out there in case somebody wants to go big. And yeah, yeah. I like to have a little liquor at the party too. We can have a little um, little bourbon out there. Maybe a little tequila. I'm a gin guy myself, so. There's a whole bunch of options. I'm going to make sure. Here, here's the answer to my question. What do you want? I will have that. That See, that's me. Absolutely. Yeah. Send yeah. out a list. Yeah. yeah. And I will have it there yeah. for you. And even if you say, like, if you hit me with, ah, anything's fine with me, I'm going to make sure I have you covered no matter what. At the Hall of Fame, I didn't, I would tell people, I don't recognize you unless you have a drink in your hand. <laughs> Yeah, so so Coach Vermeil was saying, DeMarco, DeMarco, DeMarco. I handed him a beer. Yeah. Oh, Coach, hi, how are you? <laughs> Good, Good to see, see you. Again. Yes. <laughs> That's got to be a surreal moment, bouncing around the Hall of Fame with all those guys oh. that are just legends of the game. You I love mean, baseball, right? I do. Do you love football? Like, yeah. Love it? It's, I, I, it's I mean, in I, your blood? I, not the way that baseball is, but absolutely, the, yes. If you love it, you got to go. You got to go to the Hall of Fame. Everything is there. All your heroes, all your memories are all there. I wonder if it's more meaningful to somebody like you than it would be to me. And and, and I don't mean that because I've watched football my entire life and I love it, but I can look at Reggie White and know he's a great player. Yeah. I, I can see his jersey and all the artifacts and everything and know that he's a great player. But you know how hard it is to do what Reggie White did. Right. You, that that I, I can kind of look, oh, yeah, Reggie White's great. He sacks the quarterback twice a game. He's a great player. But you know how hard it is to get to the quarterback. Is it more meaningful? A little bit, a little yeah. bit, but more than that, more than the players, like the actual first contract that's handwritten, the start of the league is there, Yeah, the first pads are there, everything is there, it's awesome, and then you get to see the guys walking in and Isaac Bruce going in, it was just great, so go, and I want to go on an off day when yeah. it's not so crowded, yeah. so I can spend time at certain just- exhibits, yeah, it's cool. J- Speaking of the Hall of Fame, yeah. JB dropped this on us um, when we were out at uh, training camp a couple of weekends ago, and he, he asked an interesting question, and we never actually got around to doing it, but it's a perfect segue to what we were talking about right there, talking about the Hall of Fame, and he asked the question, who's a more likely Hall of Famer, Matthew Stafford or Trevor Lawrence? Wow. Because half of Matthew Stafford, at least half of Matthew Stafford's career is been completed you know i was talking uh i think it might have been the same day and i was looking i just came from the hall of fame so of course my i was in a different headspace and i was saying okay aaron donald is probably a guarantee he could walk off the field today and he's going i'm just being polite to the gold jackets he's still playing so he's probably a guarantee anybody else on this field 
that would have a chance at the Hall of Fame. And somebody said Johnny Hecker. If you keep punting, you know, it's funny that was going to be my next name. Yeah, I mean punters and Hall of Fame. That Jalen Ramsey's on that trajectory. Jalen Ramsey's on that same path. And then it never occurred to me until he said it. Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. really? I never would have put him in that category. And then you start to look at his numbers. Wow. This kid is on like a Philip Rivers pace, or mm-hmm. he will pass Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. That's Hall of Fame type numbers. Now, if he goes on a late career run here, which is great for us, the Rams are in Super Bowl contention, or when one or two. So he checks off the ring box towards the end of his career. What's to keep him out of the hole? He's got better numbers than guys that are already in. Yeah, the, the football's hard with numbers yeah. because you look at, like, I remember watching Dan Marino as a kid thinking no one's ever going to do that again. Right. And then you look at, like, the all-time passing numbers and you say that there are guys that are near him or going to pass him or her already passed him. You're like, well, that guy wasn't even half the player that Dan Marino was. True. It's just it's it's more yeah, yeah, eyeball yeah. test in baseball the numbers are kind of the numbers in basketball they're kind of the numbers but in football the offenses are just so radically different than they used to be where you're throwing the ball like crazy well i mean he's going to get the nod because and we had a long talk about the process the sports writers control that process so the, the, he's no secret you know what he's about and you saw him up close <laughs> you know what matthew stafford is about yeah and the fact that he's still alive going through detroit is amazing <laughs> You know what I mean? Seriously. No, I know. With that talent, the fact that they were in contention. Speaks to his toughness, too, and his athleticism to get away. So you come here with, you know, an offensive-minded coach in this receiving core. Let's see what happens. But, yeah. Um, And another thing. I have to say this about the Hall of Fame, and you mentioned Dan Marino. Isaac Bruce is probably the most stoic guy I know. Mm -hmm. I mean, he doesn't break character often. But when he got next to Marino, he turned into a kid. Really? That was his favorite player growing up. That's awesome. I never saw it. I mean, like, he smiled. He dragged Marino over to the stage where his family was and put, like, look, Mom, I'm next to Dan Dan Marino. Marino. (laughs) And I'm like, Isaac's wearing a gold jacket, too. Yeah, you're one of those guys. (laughs) You're one of those guys. It was amazing. But, yeah, I mean, but going back to Matthew Stafford, I mean, you have to have that. You have to put the cap on the career. And I think the way this offense is going, and I have some issues with the defense as of right now, Mm -hmm. but the way this offense is going and the way it sets up, I think he's going to put up numbers. I think they're going to be in contention. I think they're going to have a shot for playoff spots and beyond. So you put a capper on this career, five years from the day he retires, you're going to be talking about him going in to Canton. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So let's let's start right there. You you put together a few playoff opportunities. I, I want to go back to last season and the season before that. And Kirk and I doing the postgame show and you and Kirk and myself having conversations before every game. We talk, it's, it's the same conversation. Is Jared Goff going to have the game today? Is he going to have that game? And we, you Wait, know, The you good know, game or the bad the game? The bad game. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we know, is, is he going to throw a couple of interceptions? Is he going to fumble? Is he going to take a couple of bad sacks? Is he going to hold on to the ball? To, we, we all knew what it meant. And clearly we weren't the only ones that felt that way because before the Super Bowl had even ended, they had made a change at that position after giving him $100 bucks. So clearly right. they felt that was the... Worldwide. And there was an injury, yeah. But there that, was an injury, yeah. but it that was opened the door long before the right. injury. Um, is it as simple as that? Because everything that I've read, everything that I've heard, everything, every person that I've talked to when it comes to the Rams, it's, well, now that's a Super Bowl or bust. Now, now they have all the pieces in place. Is it as easy as that that you just swap out a below average quarterback? Let's, let's be a little more generous. An average quarterback in Jared Goff for a above average quarterback in Matthew Stafford. Is it as easy as all that and yes. everything else starts simple. to fire? Don't, uh, don't let anything else get in the way of it. It, it is that simple. Uh, if you can separate the money, separate where he was drafted from, from Jared Goff's name and his reputation, it's an easy fix. If you put Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff on the same football team and say compete for the job, Matthew Stafford's going to win in this offense. So I think what you couldn't do and what Sean McVay couldn't do was run the entire playbook. You basically took the vertical game out of your playbook. Well, that's easy easier for a defense to defend. We'll sit on the flats. We'll make you do this. We'll make you have to run three plays per drive to pick up a first down. No big plays. You know what I mean? With Matthew Stafford, it's going to be a little bit different. He's going to make you pay for putting that strong safety in the box. So nuance and subtlety yeah. are typically not the strength of sports fans. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's not where they live and breathe the the little things. Yeah, but here the Rams went to the divisional round of the playoffs last year against and by the way, they had a chance to win that game. If Aaron Donald's not hurt, Correct. who knows what happens. Right. Right. Jared Goff actually had one of the decent Jared Goff days. Even though he had a you know pins in his thumb and everything else, he he didn't he did not sink the boat. He that didn't day. stink it up. He, yeah. he did not. Right. And if Aaron Donald was able to play, who knows how that goes. 
You might not beat Green Bay, but, maybe, it's, cl- but, it, not, but it's closer. But it was it was, yeah, it was, it was close closer. as it was. If he and can they, put pressure on Rodgers, it's closer. So I, get, I, I agree. What I'm getting at is if the Rams don't go to the NFC Championship game this year or beyond, and there's only one step beyond that, is it a failed season? Because uh, that's the way no. people are looking at it. And I know we could say, you know, I this guy that, yeah. got hurt or that guy got hurt or this player didn't perform at this level, but it really feels like they've been set up for, you need to go to the AFC Championship game or better or all of these moves, all this capital you've spent in the draft, it was for nothing. It's there and it's real and it makes me queasy and I can't stand listening to it. I have to turn a deaf ear to all the expectations and all the good stuff people are saying about the Rams. It really does make me nervous. It's set up for failure, right? But when you look at the seam on paper and you go watch Matthew Stafford perform in practice, you see it. You have no choice but to be excited. You have a top-flight quarterback. He's your guy. He can make every throw. He's a leader. He's been a five-star athlete his entire life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's the Manchurian candidate. He is built for this. the chosen one. Yeah, this is why some fan bases never get too down on themselves because you have that guy coming out of the tunnel. So, And you have weapons, and you have Sean McVay, a guy that got the most out of Jared Goff, an average talent. Now, Mm -hmm. what can he do with a top-flight talent? You should be thinking sky's the limit. So even if they don't make the NFC Championship, to answer your question, or the Super Bowl, uh, would I consider it a, a failure? It depends on how you lose and who you lose to. I, I think that's a big point. Look, if, yeah. you, if you go in and play Tampa and Tom Brady does Tom Brady stuff to you, it's really hard to say, oh, you blew it. Right. You know what I mean? Or, or you run into somebody that's playing great football. But I, I want to go back to something you said a minute ago. Because Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner, just real quick, yeah. Kurt Warner, this is what he gets knocked for being in the Hall of Fame. He shouldn't. But, what he comes back with, and it's you can't deny this, he's played in three Super Bowls. Uh-huh. The last time he touched the ball, his team had the lead. Yeah. And he won one. Right. You know what I mean? So it if depends Santonio on how you lose. If Holmes doesn't make one of the great catches of all time, he would have taken the Arizona Cardinals to a Super Bowl championship. Correct. That's what I'm saying. It depends on how you lose at the end of the year. Yeah. Go ahead. So <laughs> I want to go back to what you talking about Stafford. He's, he's just his presence. and. I was lucky enough, fortunate enough to be around Jared Goff a handful of different times. Mm-hmm. And he had kind of that quarterback thing going on. He did. He he had, you know, I'm six foot five, I'm good looking, you know, I'm in charge of this whole thing. I make all the money. And and not in a, a in a unappealing way, just in a I'm the quarterback in the NFL, number one draft pick kind of way. Right. And then I saw Matt Stafford out of camp a couple of weeks ago. It's like Oh my goodness. Different. This is totally different. The the physicality of it, the presence of it, the understanding of not just that, oh, I am the quarterback, so therefore I am the guy that's the face of the franchise. It's no, I, I this is the pool I swim in every day. Right. This is this is my life. Yeah. I, I've got this whole thing on a string. Does that translate to the play? Does it translate to the other guys in the locker room? Does it translate to just the the swag of having that guy? Because when everything started moving really fast for the Rams, DeMarco, and I'd look at Jared Goff, I never got the sense that he had the his his hands on the wheel the way I would like to see a guy have his hands on the wheel. And with yeah. Stafford, it feels like it's that. weird. Uh, and I said this to you earlier. The only guy that gave me that same vibe was Troy Aikman. And I Him was and in, Stafford. It, it's, it, as Matthew Stafford. And yeah. I wasn't in the room, but I, I knew people that were. And when you're in a team room and you're seven minutes before the team meeting, and it's loosey-goosey, guys throwing spitballs, they're being football players, having fun. When when you start to hear you know whispers that the head coach is coming down the hall or he's in the room, everybody yeah. sits up and straightens up and changes a little bit, right? Yeah. They go more professional. When people do that with a quarterback – that's how you know you have somebody special. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. When when he walks in, when Sets Matthew Stafford walks in, okay, all the junk goes outside. We're only about getting better. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That is a coach's dream, and players love that. That's the way they want to behave. It was a little bit different with, with, with Goff. He's got to pinch himself yeah. every single morning because, you know, luck – I'm a big believer in luck is at least 50% of how much success or lack thereof you're going to have. That he got drafted to a bad team, talking about Stafford here. Yeah. Got drafted to a bad team, and not just a team that was bad at the time. They were 0 16 when they picked him. They were terrible. But yeah. but an organization in, in 60 years, the Lions have been bad, what, 57 times? I mean, that that's not they had Barry a coincidence. Sanders and Megatron. Right. And yeah. that's about it. And they had right. the one year where Rodney Pete was their quarterback, and I think they got to the NFC Championship. They're, they're not good. And Charlie they're, they're, they're some decent years. No, they're never yeah. good. Never. Right? Right. So he goes into a situation that no matter how good he is, it's going to be virtually impossible to turn this thing around. Jared Goff comes to an organization that was kind of stale when they drafted him. Jeff Fisher's offense was not dynamic, to put it mildly. 
and you felt like, oh boy, this is. I mean, we saw those seven games; they were bad. Right? They were they were bad. And I we were having the, the hit he took in Seattle. Remember oh, that? Oh, Richard Sherman nearly killed Almost him. Almost took his head off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it was. I mean, it was. You're thinking this is just not going to work. I think he was trying to get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> no, not enough. Mate. So that that happens, and now all of a sudden, here comes Sean McVay. And here comes yeah. this offense. That's and here lucky. comes this incredible. That's yeah. lucky to to yeah. just U turn this thing from, hey, remember Jared Goff? What a disaster to he's in the Super Bowl in two years. Yeah. That's so much of this is luck. And I wonder if the luck for Matt Stafford didn't finally start to turn where he got the right coach with the right skill positions at the right time with a team that said, we are going for I, it. I right agree. Now. I think he got lucky at the end of the career. It's a perfect fit between coach and player and environment and where you are. Um, but guys like Matthew Stafford, you have to create your own luck because if you're great in college and you're that guy, you know you're going to one of the worst teams in the league. It's mm-hmm. up to Joe Burrow. It's up to you to resurrect. We'll see. Yeah. It's, it's up, really hard to do to Marco. It almost it's never It's up to Trevor happens. Lawrence. you got yep. to resurrect. you got to transcend. That's Baker why they drafted you. Absolutely. Yeah. So those great guys, those number one picks, have to be those guys. If a number one pick is relying on luck, then he shouldn't have been number but one. You can't do it all by yourself, especially in football. If you're LeBron James, yeah. you're number one pick. You should be able to fix most of it on your own. If, if, if I if, if I got to run for my life when I take the snap, what do you want me to do? Well, look, Mahomes <laughs> should have been number one. Yeah, because he can do it. He's yeah. done it, right? Yeah, he, has. he also had Andy Reid though. This is true. He, you know, Andy yeah, yeah. Reid is about as rock solid an NFL coach as you're going to find. So I guess luck worth. Works both ways. If they missed, we got him. Right. And, and okay. smarts helps, too. I'll, you know, I'll take that guy at Texas Tech. Thank you very much. I, I'll take him. I like I, I like him. All right, coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to introduce DeMarco to our newest game, Factor Cap. Oh, don't worry. I got your back, DeMarco. You know what a cap is? I have a 20-year-old. Oh, yes, I do. You're, you're good to go. But coming up next, we need Rondo back in L.A. ASAP. It's Travis Lee on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We have people out there, DeMarco. We have people. We, that, that share our... What, what does uh, that mean? ...have certain affinities for things the way that you and I do. This is from GFish21 on Twitter. It says, DeMarco, so far I had no mustard for my pretzel. How do you not have mustard for the pretzel? <laughs> How do you not have mustard yeah, for the pretzel? Like I, I tried to make this argument yesterday. And Let Slee, me call Mr. Cronky. Hold Slee, on. <laughs> Slee shut this down pretty quickly, and he, he, he was right. Yeah. The first time you put 60-plus thousand people in a place, you're going to realize, oh, forgot to order napkins. Or yeah, so, yeah. something's Something. going to happen. Right. And his point was, yeah, but they aren't charged. You know, when they ask you 15 bucks for a slice of pizza, it should probably be a little bit better. Now, give everybody just give everybody a it's chance to work out the kinks. It's preseason. Just, just let everybody yes. and do it. And With mustard. Order some mustard. But have mustard yeah. for the pretzel. Well, I mean, raise your hand in this room. Who puts mustard on a pretzel? Sure. Well, okay. 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 Thank I, you. I do, and I, everybody's hand here is up. Because I know just, some people go, "Ew." Let me just throw this out. To yeah. You. you go up there, say, "I'd like a soft pretzel with a mustard," and they say, "I'm sorry, we don't have any mustard in the stadium." What's your response? Because there's a correct way to fix this. What's my response? Yeah. Uh, wait. It depends. How hungry am I? You're hungry. Okay. Well, it's it's going to go nuclear. <laughs> I'm going to DefCon One. I'm just I'm just telling you. No, you don't have to I'm, go beat anybody. Am up. I hungry? It's DefCon One. <laughs> there's a way to. No, what you do. It say, depends oh, on how you tell me. There's no uh, mustard. You say, oh, that's that's a drag. You know what? Give me the nacho cheese instead. You ever dip that? That's pretzel? smart man. You ever smart man? Dip that pretzel in the nacho cheese. I have. Yeah. I prefer mustard. Well, I, I do too. Okay. But okay. you know, if there's no mustard, you can't you can't make mustard out of thin air. So let's just okay. Let's just audible look. I'm just like, going plain. When, when the yeah. defense presents you one look you, that you weren't prepared for, <laughs> you go you Omaha! go and you, you, oh, you Omaha in the nacho cheese. Omaha. This isn't super complicated. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. There you go, Chief okay. Fish. Your your move should have been wait, not no mustard. Oh, all right. Give me the little tub give me the of cheese and I'm cheese. happy. There you go. Is there another charge? See, mustard's free. Yeah, cheese well, they charge for. No, See? 
How, how much? Two is bucks that? for Not cheese. cheese. Hold on a Two minute. Two bucks, I can survive. Right. It. <laughs> Two bucks, I can absolutely survive it. All right. So, um, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. The Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or 1 800 Progressive. The Lakers are still looking for a, another point guard because they, they basically have two right yeah lebron james is not gonna be listed on any depth chart as a point guard but he's their point guard <laughs> right. he, i mean he, he is right. I mean, right if you've watched the lakers for 30 seconds who has the ball in their hands all the time it's lebron, LeBron. james okay he, he's the point guard obviously they went and got russell westbrook he's a point guard as well well let me ask you this yeah what is the function of a point guard when you have a lebron i don't know this is with thank you did everybody listen to what he just said that, is that, because you just said what i've been saying since they made this deal what is the function of a point guard when you have a lebron james I don't know. Okay. And, and and I really don't know what the function of that point guard is if he likes to shoot 20-plus times a game. I really don't understand if that particular other point guard can't knock down a three-point shot if his life depended on it. Right. I really don't understand who his best asset is, is attacking the basket and dishing it to other people when that's already what LeBron James does. Oh, you're does talking really, about really Westbrook. Well. Yeah. How is this going to work? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that remains to be seen. I can't wait for the Christmas Day game. That's going to be fun, but... I think they'll figure it out, but as far as bringing in a backup point guard mm -hmm. when LeBron, I assume, is sitting to run the offense, that, that's when Russell Westbrook will do it. I would imagine. Okay, but they're they they worked out Mike James, they yep. worked out Darren Collison, and they worked out Isaiah Thomas. With those three guys, it seems pretty easy to me that Collison is the best option there. Thank you. Yeah, right? you agree with that? I would stay away from Isaiah Thomas. Uh, yeah, Isaiah Thomas yeah. is small. He's hurt, and I don't care if he dropped 192 points like he did in that crossover game. Craw yeah, and he's a half game. a superstar. Right, he's got and an ego. Yeah, he's he's five foot nine in a league where average size is six seven. Right. Okay, and and at some point, if you don't have your athleticism, that becomes an issue. Yeah, and I'm not sure is he 100 healthy with the hip. I, I okay. can't imagine. Okay, that he is. so Collis, I, good. I, we're on the same page. I'm Collison is Collison an easy there. choice for me. Rondo got traded from the Clippers to the Memphis Grizzlies. I yeah. have a really hard time envisioning Rajon Rondo playing for the Memphis Grizzlies. That just doesn't seem like a great fit to me. Okay. Because he's at a point in his career where just playing doesn't, you know, be, Memphis is going to be, what, average at best? Right. Maybe probably a little bit less than that. The Western Conference is stacked. If I'm the Lakers, I'm going to try to move heaven and earth to see if I can convince him to come back to L.A. I know that the economics of it might be tricky. I know that you might have a hard time getting him to take a haircut to get him to fit in on some of the economics of it all, but doesn't that make a whole lot of sense? Yes. How much you taking off the top with the haircut, though? Like, what are we talking? Whatever I have to do to get him in under the economics of the NBA salary cap. Whatever he, you mean, Yeah, he has to take what I can pay him. Exactly. I will okay. give you as much as I can give you, right. but I can't give you a dime more. This is where I'm locked in because of salary cap structure and everything else. But doesn't he solve a totally. whole bunch of the things? Because yeah. one of the things that I thought that the Lakers really lacked last year, and, and I think, and I have not been a big fan of the Russell Westbrook acquisition, but I do think he helps here. The, the Lakers need someone that's tough, that's gritty, that that you're not quite sure what they're going to do next. And Russell Westbrook's <laughs> got a little bit of that in him for sure. Is and, that a nice way of saying crazy? Yeah. And yeah, Russ, I got you. Yeah, look, yeah. The, all you need to know about Rajon Rondo is a couple of years ago when Chris Paul thought we were going to do that thing where we're going to stare at each other and be tough guys, he punched him in the mouth. Right. Rondo's <laughs> no joke. No, he's not yeah. messing around. I'm a fan. He, I, so am I. Yeah, yeah. So am I. Okay. And, and I think just have, because you were talking about it a minute ago, when Matt Stafford walks into a room, everybody sits up a little closer, you know, hey, you know, the guy's here. Let's make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do. The nonsense stops. The nonsense stops. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to stop doing the stuff and we're going to start going to work. Same thing for that guy. You Same know, thing for Rondo. Well, I mean, but if you're Rondo and clearly there's more behind than in front as far as career, oh, sure. right? I mean, are you willing to take the haircut? Would you not consider that a slap in the face? No, because we want you to come in and win. We want you to come in and help us win. We want a championship with you. We want to do it again. You're yeah, yeah. an important piece of this. It's not that I'm disrespecting you by I will only I can only yeah. pay you this. If that was an option, absolutely. Rondo in a heartbeat. But if not, if that's not an option, then it's definitely Darren. It's definitely Collison. Uh, what was his three point percentage at one point? Russell Westbrook's. No, no, Collison. Oh no, he can shoot it. He can shoot. Yeah. I, Perfect yeah. for this team, right? You need shooters, and on this he's team. comfortable without the ball. Yeah. Unselfish, it, right? Yeah, right, right. You, that Russell Westbrook, I have never felt is uncomfortable without the ball. He's most <laughs> comfortable with the ball in his hand, and, and that's not a knock yeah. on. That's just his game. Just yeah. like with LeBron, well, LeBron is comfortable with the ball. In his I hands. don't remember con concussions way back in <laughs> Oklahoma City when they had Harden and Westbrook and Durant on uh -huh. the same team. 
Now, Westbrook couldn't pull the same Westbrook show back then. There was flashes of it. Uh-huh. So he can perform with other superstars on the floor. And Kevin Durant couldn't leave fast enough. But I'm just while putting, they were there... I, I understand. Yeah. They were really good. But put it to this way. People aren't racing to go play with him. They never have. No doubt. I See, it's, it's combustible. It's only three years. And yeah. then you're going to be looking for the door. But for that three years... He can function with other superstars. All right, let's try another phone call here. Let's go to Long Beach and Coop. Coop, you are on with Travis and DeMarco. What's up, Coop? What's up, fellas? Uh, I actually uh, wanted to talk about you guys. You guys are talking about this fit with Russell Westbrook. Um, I think it's going to be a solid fit. You mean, you got Russell Westbrook that can do a lot of things. I mean, everybody just thinks that he's a driver. Um, he's going to be able to space that floor out for the guys, getting people open shots. Russ, uh, LeBron is – he's not the same LeBron. We saw that last year, even though he was kind of coming off the ankle sprain. Uh, he's not the same attacker like he is, and I think he wants to play more off-ball. He mentioned it a lot during the playoffs. You know, he wants to be more off-ball and have somebody bring the ball up. He was getting tired, worn down, but he's a little fatigued. And then also, um, just saying, we got shooters now. Um, I think a better fit might be Darren Collinson more than Rondo just because of the things that Darren Collinson does that Rondo doesn't. Uh, DeMarco – you come to my booth on Sundays at the farmer's market, and I wanted to call while you were on today. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? <laughs> what did he buy? Wait, who is this? Uh, on a juice business. Oh, this you? Is, uh, ATN. Cool. Oh, my God. This is my guy. <laughs> Where were you this weekend, man? Man, we we, uh, we did the foodie land in L.A. and Pasadena at the Rose Bowl, so we were, we were swamped, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I came with a fistful of uh, money for you. <laughs> Dude. Uh, Makes the best just, juice. Just, just leave it to me, DeMarco. I'll make Dude, sure I've tracked down Coop. The best juice. Look, it's it's rough um, trying to get my six-year-old to eat, uh, to eat veggies. Yeah. Except with this. Oh, you blend them in the juice. And she drinks it. Of I course, love, Oh, delicious. my God. That's my guy. That's my own Thanks one. for the call, Coop. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, I, a couple of things that he said. That he said he's not the same LeBron. I deeply disagree with that. Yeah. LeBron James was going to win the MVP until he got his ankle rolled. True. He, th- yeah, this yeah. was not somebody who was just kind of hanging on and floating through the lane. He was on the short list for MVP candidates, and it wasn't a non He got hit. It happens. Yeah. Athletes get hit, they get fixed, and they come back. They get he, rolled, yeah. He, he wasn't physically right. I agree. He didn't look like himself in the playoffs, but I don't think he was right. A full offseason, I think LeBron's going to come back and be LeBron. I, I agree with you, man. See, when I hear these arguments, I kind of politely excuse myself because I don't have the energy to fight with you because yeah. I don't see what you see. I don't see this guy slowing. He looks a little bit different. He's older, but I don't see this precipitous drop-off that everyone else sees. But I do have a question. If Westbrook is doing his Westbrook thing, how do you see LeBron playing off him? A stand-around, spot-up shooter? Neither one of those two guys. The the best thing that they both do is attack and distribute. Right. Only one person can do that at a time. So if it's LeBron going off, what's Westbrook doing? And vice versa. That's That's what I mean. That's why I don't love it. Okay, well, I, I mean, something's got to change. Somebody's game is going to change. Uh-huh. But I, got, I, I can tell you who it's not going to be. But I would, I would bet it might be LeBron. I think he I, has I, the I depth have, to do so. I have heard LeBron will yeah. change before, and not that he couldn't. I just think that LeBron's. Why, why are we asking the better player to change? Well, maybe this I is the, the guy he trusts to attack. All right, coming up in 15 minutes. A little too quick to jump off the Corey Seager train. And how is Dave going to start to see the light and get rid of that blind spot at the closer position? But next, fact or cap. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. How about a late ask Slee slash hashtag ask DeMarco? DeMarco, since you're a self-proclaimed Star Wars extraordinaire, please confirm who nursed Boba Fett's overrated butt back to health after he survived the Sarlacc pit. Does that make sense no, to wait, you? No, wait, wait. I love Star Wars. <laughs> now, this is what That's separates gibberish me. I get a lot of these wrong. <laughs> You know, this is how I maintain my normalcy. Uh-huh. Who got who nursed Boba Fett? Who back nursed to Boba Fett back after he survived the Sarlacc pit? I think I'm assuming that's the thing he got thrown he in. He got in the thrown desert. into. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did I he? don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, 
Who did it? Who? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anybody? This is why you we have Aston Marco. Somebody's going to have to write in and uh, wow. let us know who Are you a Star care. Trek guy? Uh, Star Trek? Star Trek. No. Oh, not at all. Not at okay, all. Okay, James T. Kirk, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, I know who Captain Kirk is. I know who the guy's Mr. Been through Spock everything. is. The guy's yeah. been through everything, every yeah. world. You know what actually killed Captain Kirk? He fell. See what I mean? These... Uh, yeah, he he fell. That's it. Heart disease and diabetes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's, that's something right. for another day. You know anyway. what we're going to do now, DeMarco? What? Factor Cap. All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of Factor Cap. First, DeMarco, I want to get your definition of cap. What's cap? Uh, well, I can't say it on the air, but that's that's like you're, you're, it's phony, fake, BS. false. Better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that is correct. All right. So the way it goes is give a statement. You guys say if it's fact or cap. Okay. So first up, it's going to be DeMarco. So your statement is, Travis Kelsey lost all his swag when he shaved off his beard. Oh, that's cap. No, he's still that same guy. Yeah. He's still that guy, right? Yeah. The, the guy you can't cover with one man. Yeah. <laughs> Bearded or unbearded, Travis Kelsey's a bad man. He's still a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. get that. I get what they're going for, but no, that guy could play bald headed, you know, curly haired perm, beard, no beard. That cap. is that is cap no for doubt. sure. All right, next up we got is Damian Lillard the best basketball? You better finish this with DeMarco. <laughs> because if this if this is going to be directed at me, I got nothing for you. So. Alright, DeMarco. No, no, that's Travis. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, is Damian Lillard the best basketball player slash rapper that there is? Okay. That's a fact. Okay. The reason I say that's a fact is because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about right yeah. now, but people that do know tell me that Damian Lillard actually has skills. I agree that, with that, you. That he knows what he's doing when it comes to being a musician, to being a rapper, and I don't hear that about hardly anybody else that tries to make that transition. I'm going fact. What's the pool? I, I know Shaq. Shaq. Jay Cole's in I, there, I though. Know. He's Co- a good ba- basketball no, no, player no, no. and a rapper. We need professional basketball players. Yeah, professional athletes turned rappers, yes. not rappers that, that can play like to make play horse in the backyard so kobe had one Shaq had one anybody else had a rap album lonzo ball raps did he okay yeah. and he actually got some pretty positive yeah, reviews he did, no? he did really did yeah like it's good it's or is right. it just good for, it's, it's, it's all, good see? enough for an athlete yeah, yeah, yeah. is would it you L- bump it lillard funch i'd say lillard yeah, yeah. okay facts all right, so our next one is, it kind of went viral over this weekend. Someone offered the question of what's the most stressful movie you've ever seen. So, Factor Cap, Uncut Gems is the most stressful movie you've ever seen. DeMarco, Factor uh, Cap. That's Cap, but it's close. It is. It's it's close. That was, yeah, that movie hurt me, especially the ending. That whole, I felt bad for that guy. You know that character, mm-hmm. um, but there are some other stressful movies that I've seen that that were that movie Argo. Oh my goodness! Yeah, wasn't that a rolling the, ball of thunder yeah, until they, they took yeah, off? Well, yeah, until the airplane had cleared the airspace. Right. You thought that this is going to end, and the the one that saved that just a little bit. Yeah. Is you knew they got away because it's based on a true story, right? So you, you even as stressful as it was, you knew that they were going to get away. I have, uh, I want to say that Uncut Gems is the most stressful movie ever. Is Cap? It's Cap. Dad, it's Cap. Um, is you're, you're 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 kind of I have a, an eighteen year old daughter. You're pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear it sixty eight times. I don't a day. have the guts to try. Yeah. It just doesn't come out of my mouth. Oh, it's Cap. You're capping right now, Demarco. You're just you're totally capping. See, I don't buy it. Mass See, your face, your face. You it's because I don't speak the language. I understand it. Like I I, I I can I can navigate my way through the wild, but I don't really. It doesn't roll off. See, the I tongue. would say that's an undercover cop. See, <laughs> right, 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 okay. Right. Hold on a second. Right. Speaking of that, when I was when I was on vacation. I sent Keyshawn, Jorge, Chris, and LZ a picture of me driving the boat out on Lake Coeur d'Alene. Okay. okay and yeah. I'm going to show it to you here in a second. And all of them immediately go, dude, you look like a cop on vacation. What, what, what vibe am I putting out there that makes people think that I'm a cop? See? 
If I'm at a gas station with you and you're saying like that's cap, I'm looking around for the other cops. <laughs> Am I in the state? Is this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Why does that look like a cop? You're, I don't understand. You're giving out tickets. On the, <laughs> you're giving out tickets on the water. That's you. LZ said he would have dove into the water and hid from me. Yeah, wow. I don't know about that. No, the most stressful movie I've okay. ever seen is Saving Private Ryan. I, I, yeah. I, I, the first 10 or 15 minutes of that is I dare you to take a deep breath. You, you just can't do it. You can't do Guys it. Guys are dropping left and right. And then the entire time, because you don't know how it ends. Yeah. You don't know which one of these guys is the next guy to get picked off and where it's coming from. That, True. For me, that's at the top. Have of you seen list. Dunkirk? I have. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, same right. Idea. Yeah, I know. Same idea. It wasn't us, but yeah, yeah still the same movie. More movies are pretty yep. terrifying along the way. Emily. All right, next one. It is National Fajita Day. Ooh. And my statement is, fajitas are the most fun thing to order at restaurants. Travis, this is factor cap. That's cap. They're they're not bad. It's a decent thing to order, but it's it's I don't know. I I'm still just jumping to the end of the game and what is it going to taste like when I right. start it? I could cool the the platter sizzling. It's kind of fun. Yeah. They sit it down. It's not bad. You get the onions. You get the peppers, but. There are other things I would rather eat, and the fun part for me is the eating and not the sizzling. Yeah. So I'm, I'm more about the steak than the sizzle, so I'm going to go cap on that one. What I gotta, about you? I got to agree. Oysters. You know, if you're on a date. Oh, that's a good Well, and Would you like some oysters? You're, you're putting it out there. And you get back a yes, that's what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> you know, we just went through this. Yeah. You know, would you like some oysters? She and says no. Your next thing is separate checks. <laughs> you know what? I took my phone just right. I got to get home. See? <laughs> there you go. Uh, bananas Foster. Oh, that's When it's good. made right next to you. Yeah. That's fun, too. That it will light it on fire. Who doesn't I, like that? What about the table side guac? That's pretty See? cool, too. Yeah, that's, that's not stuff. bad. There's, there's that's a few things out there. Bananas Foster. Bananas loathe bananas i think they're disgusting but i'll eat the you know what out of some bananas foster (laughs) that's pretty absolutely wait a minute today is fajita day yep national fajita day wasn't tuesday taco tuesday (laughs) wait a minute now are we cornering the market tomorrow should be some sort of chimichanga (laughs) thursday or something let's go let's go all in all right up next josh rosen would be a better backup than john wolford oh that's cap That's cap. Um, I'll say this from a Charger perspective. Having Chase Daniel as a backup to Herbert is great. This is a guy that's going to help him get better. I think Wolford is the same way. He pushed Jared Goff. He will learn from and help Matt Stafford be a better quarterback. If you bring Rosen in here, he's competing for the job. Mm. You know what I mean? Not Not with Justin Herbert, he isn't. With Herbert, with Stafford, whoever you put him in the room with. He's barely in the league, DeMarco. He's thinking he that's why he's not in the league. Yeah. He doesn't get it. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. You're saying he believes he's yes. competing. I got gotcha. you. He would okay. create drama. Yeah, yeah, so that's cap. Absolutely. Yeah, th- that's cap. I agree. Because, look, I, you hate to put all of your first impressions on one single moment, but here, here's the deal. Go back to when John uh, Wolford played in his very first game. Jared Goff breaks his thumb on the helmet. Mm-hmm. Right here come John Wolford had never played in a real NFL game. His very first passing attempt is a pick. Right, and it's like, <laughs> oh golly, what in the world have we gotten into? And I'm thinking this is going to be a disaster. He was fine after that. It right. just he really showed me a great deal of resilience and believing in himself. That because most guys, Demarco, if you come up and the first thing you do, first pass you throw, you throw it to the wrong team. It's like, what am I doing out here? Right. I don't even belong in this league. He settled. He settled in really yeah. well. He won the game. He's I remember got some, that. Yeah, I was talking to you and Kirk, and I said, "Wait, let's pump the brakes." It's not that Wolford was great. It's just you're talking about how bad Goff was. Yeah. That this is a good performance. Remember that? And he could move his feet. (laughs) Yeah. And and like the first two or three series, he picked up a first down a couple of times with his legs. You're like, well, I hadn't seen that in two and a half years. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think. And Josh Rosen's a pretty good example, too, of what we were talking about earlier, that luck plays a part of it. It's not the only thing. Right. He goes to a bad team in Arizona that they give the coach one year, they blow everyone out, and now the musical chair starts, and he's looking for work. He ends up in Miami. They stink. He goes to San Francisco behind where they have a – a guy that's already been in the Super Bowl in Garoppolo. Trey Lance is a high first-round draft pick, and he's not going to stick there. It's, the, the clock is ticking for that. Team. I think he he strikes me as the type of guy that introduces himself as, hi, I'm Josh Rosen. I was drafted 10th overall. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
It's probably as bad, it's as, bad as ordering oysters on a date. <laughs> right. Or at least try it. There you go. All right, I got one more left okay. for you guys. So uh, there's a new Girl Scout cookie that just got announced. Mm. So our statement is samosas are the best Girl Scout cookie. Travis, factor cap. Very quick before I answer. Samosas are the one with the coconut and the chocolate? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, you said they're the best? Uh, yes, the statement is that they are the best Girl Scout cookie. Fact. That's a fact. I know that Thin Mints are popular. I know those peanut butter ones are pretty popular. I know the shortbread ones are pretty popular. The samosa is the goat. You don't of, have to be Samoa, not samosa. Samoa, guys. Samoas. Samoas. What did I say? Samosas. Oh, samosas is the like dough the thing. We knew. Yeah. We knew. Samosas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mimosas the one, the, the coconut one. So right. I'm just going to call them the co- Yeah, those I could eat. You know how they come in rows? Yes. I'm a two the row. The whole sleeve. I'm a two row guy. Boom. <laughs> don't leave them out. <laughs> what about the tagalongs? Which one? Are, I don't know the names. I know that's the, the chocolate with the peanut, the chocolate covered peanut butter ones. Those are good. Two. That's my yeah. second option. Yeah. Then Thin Mints, frozen Thin Mints, though, right? We're oh keeping those gosh. in the freezer. But you don't have to be PC. By far, it's Samoa's fact. Yeah. Yeah. No, those things Ooh. are absolutely fantastic. If you didn't want them gone, why'd you leave them with me? <laughs> Travis and Slee <laughs> is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And here's the thing: Where did the Thin Mints go? What do you mean? They were in the refrigerator. Yeah, and I ate them all. In my belly. There's two sleeves, and that's how many I eat in a single season. Or a single sitting. I don't know what you're uh, worried about. All right, should we be worried about what Gavin Lux did last night? Plus the dump that's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Dodgers need to start picking off these games pretty quickly. Four back, 42 left to go. And Dave, I get it. Not everybody can play every day. You need to rest some guys. Gavin Lux at third base it should be a one-game experiment that we did last night. <laughs> that that, that we, we, we have some uh, – Muncie can play third base. Justin Turner can play. But you could probably put Trey Turner over there. You could yeah. put Chris Taylor over there. But not Lux. He made, look, I get it. It's his first <laughs> night at a new position. But this is the major leagues. This isn't Little League. Okay, if, if if you catch the ball, I'm going to need you to not throw it into the tenth row. Well, come I'm on. going to need you to not spike it ten feet short of the catcher. And I'm not trying to dump on the guys. Yeah, fresh off of an injury, he did a good job filling in for Seager at short, or at least as good of a job as he could. No, we're done with that. No more of that. If he wants to go back to second where he was for a good portion, we can find him some at-bats. But when all the musical chairs stop, that's the one dude that does not have a spot. Does not inspire confidence? No. No, not at all? My goodness. Well, I mean, look, uh, you gave it a shot. You got through a game. I think that's all you needed. (laughs) That's it. And they won. I I, I guess that's part of it as well. It's kind of interesting to see how the Dodgers are going to play this out, not just through the rest of this season, but what you do at the end of the year. Corey Seager's a free agent at the end of the year. I am, I know here at the station, I'm the biggest Corey Seager fan that there is. He He's my favorite Dodger and has been for a couple of seasons. I remember you talking about him a lot. I, yeah. I, I'm a huge Always fan. talking about him. I think yeah. he is a fantastic player. Fantastic. And I was validated when he won the World Series MVP and the National League Championship Series MVPs and All-Star. He's a fantastic player. I was proud of you, by the way. You didn't spike the football. <laughs> with with what? But I told you so. Yeah, no, yeah. well, I do it on other things. I was probably too tired. I was probably too tired to spike at that time. Right. Um, here, here's the rub, and this is coming from Trey Turner. Uh, is everybody listening? Yeah. Trey Turner might be better. Okay. <laughs> he might he might be better. Yeah, yeah. And, and so it'll be really interesting to see what happens over the next couple of months because Seager's a Boris guy. Boris guys go where the most money is. That's Correct. just – and look, by my hand fully in the air, I would do the same thing. But do you make a play for him knowing that you're going to have to probably play Turner in another year as well? Do you try to find a place for both of them? Do you try to put Turner, or Turner in the outfield, second base, third base? Or do you just have to make a choice between those two guys? There is no bad choice. Whoever you end up with is a really, really good player. True. Or do you try to keep them both? I think Boris makes the choice, mm. not you. So, like you said, money's going to talk here, and he's going to earn that cash. And they're going to some team is going to give him the money, right? 
Both of those guys are going to get paid. Absolutely. So I think you're going to have to make a choice as to which guy you're going to try to pay. Yeah. Which one is lower? Which one costs less? They're going to who, whoever goes here's who will cost less. Okay. Corey Siegel will cost less for one simple reason. He's going to sign for it's like Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack. Yeah. It, it's exactly the same thing. Positional. Right. Yeah. The, outside when, inside. When you get the Aaron Donald signs for X and Khalil Mack signs for X plus 10 bucks. Not because he okay. went next. I got a question. Not to be that guy that's spending it from baseball to football, but I heard Jamal Adams up in Seattle. Yeah. Wants to be uh, considered a linebacker. <laughs> Versus a safety. Mm-hmm. Do linebackers make more money than safeties? Well, doesn't this go back to the whole Jimmy Graham thing where he wanted to be listed yes. as a wide receiver? Right. Yeah. Okay, but you're a safety. So anyway, yeah. I, it, look, I think you're going to have to make a choice. But like I said, Scott Boris is going to make it for you. But if you can, absolutely try to keep both. But yeah. you're you're going to lose one. You know this. This is baseball. The Dodgers have been written their $65 million into the penalty. Right. <laughs> $65 <laughs> million into the penalty. It's, it's got to come to an end at some point. Crazy. Yeah. Travis and Sliwa is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. DeMarco, it is time for The Dump. It is Travis and Sliwa on 710 ESPN. The Max Kellerman Show is coming up in minutes. It is the final segment of Travis Slee, and you know what we do for the final segment. It's got an unfortunate name, but a great purpose. It's all the stuff we didn't get to. We call it The Dump. I would like to live in a world where I don't ever have to do another one of these again, and I'll probably have to do one by tomorrow or the next day. The Shohei Otani dump today is brought to you by Jack Morris. Okay, we 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 typically talk about Shohei in the final yeah. segment because he's hit a home run or pitched a beautiful game yeah. or whatever it is. Unfortunately, yesterday the Angels were playing the Tigers. Shohei Otani is on deck, and the Tigers play-by-play guy and it says to Jack Morris, who is the Tigers color analyst, "Hey, what do you do with Otani here?" As Otani is coming to bat. Pretty good question. Most dangerous hitter in baseball. How are we going to pitch this guy? Jack Morris, channeling old white guy who doesn't know any better, decides to use a caricature of an Asian accent while saying, be very, very careful. Oh, boy. When? when, Is that a quote from a movie? I'm trying to think. Was he quoting Long Duck Dong and thinking it's funny? Maybe. It's just one of those things that, A, it's not funny. Yeah. And B, wouldn't you think you'd have learned by now that enough guys who have made that same joke in a hundred different ways that this lands you in trouble? How many more times do guys have to say something so stupid before they realize, you know what? Don't do an accent. It's a really bad idea. Yeah. it's uh, You know, some guys get too comfortable. Um, they get caught up in the moment and... You know, they let their guard down. The, the The governor goes off, and then all of a sudden they say something they regret. So I didn't hear it. I just read it. I'd like to hear it. Um, because there was something where someone was calling a mascot, and it sounded like yeah. another word. The, 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 the Rockies mascot is called Dinger, like a whole Right, guy. and yes. it sounded... Someone else heard something else. Right, so yeah. I'd like to hear it first. But yeah, I mean, I mean... If you wouldn't say it to the guy's face, then don't say it through the microphone. He said it, I think, in the fourth inning. And by the ninth inning, he was on the air apologizing for what he had done. So Be very, very careful. Do do better, Jack Morris. It's it's just just stupid. Hopefully, we don't have to do that too many more times. You a fan of alternate uniforms? Love it. You do? Yes. Okay, have you seen the new Dodger City uniform? No. Okay, so Dodger home jerseys are blue with white Dodgers, right? Right. These are blue jerseys with white script in the Dodger font, right? Yeah. That says Los Dodgers. Ooh. They're pretty sweet. I would buy it. They're pretty yeah, sweet. And I'd I, rock it. I am not a huge fan of all, especially when you have a team like the Dodgers or the Yankees, teams that have iconic uniforms. Yeah. I don't want to mess with them too much. This one's pretty slick. Can you wear baseball jerseys with any other things than jeans? You can't wear slacks with it, right? Can't wear, you can wear a pair of shorts. Shorts. Right? You can do shorts. Okay, it's casual. Yeah. I'm not a, a big jersey guy, but I, I did like this because we've seen the Los yeah. Lakers. We've seen the, cool. the other jerseys, and it, it's a perfect representation of L.A. without blowing it up like what the Giants did. Absolutely. Where they went like orange highlighters. It's like that's I not like even the it. color of the Golden Gate Bridge. I like that. The Golden yeah. Gate Bridge is red, reddish orange. It's not fluorescent orange. Los Dodgers. Do better, Giants. I like it. All right, Robert Redford's 85th birthday today. Way to go. Yeah. Yes, sir. I bet you, you know, if we were just sitting back and saying, whose life would you like to have? It's not a bad choice. It's up there. Definitely. <laughs> it's not a bad yeah. way. Movie it's on the star, list. Yeah. Famous director for a long time considered like the gold standard for handsome. Yeah. yeah. He's never had to wait for a table. No. Ever. <laughs> Ever. No. Or Ever. anything else. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know? I'd, I'd like that. Please. Probably doesn't know how much anything costs either. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you have a favorite Robert Redford movie? 
Uh, let's see. You know, I like the new one. It's a newer one, newer, older one. It's with Brad Pitt. It was kind of a passing of the torch called Spy Game. Oh, that was good. I like that one. Yeah, that's that one of good. my favorites. Uh, give me one. You I, give me one. I was, I'm, I'm a sucker for it. I'm, yeah. I'll go the natural. The natural. Okay. Yeah, I'll go the natural. Roy get, Hobbs. You can't get much better. Knock the cover off it, Roy. All I, the President's Men, kind of a classic one going way back. That's a good movie. Why but, was she shooting athletes? Well, she, you know. Why was she doing that? It's it's a good question. Yeah, okay, we don't know. <laughs> there's people, Read the book. People are disturbed. Okay, just people, checking. People do things I don't that know don't why. make a lot of sense along the way. It's just just how it goes. Just checking. Uh, but okay, here's another one. The Sacramento Kings can raise a banner right now. They are the Summer League champions. Good on you, Sacramento. Uh, yes, why not? <laughs> Any chance to celebrate, go for it. Take, take me through it. What? Why? Why are there some teams, Sacramento Kings, and and I, let me do the disclaimer. Yes, I know about Chris Weber and Vlade and White Chocolate, and they were good. Mm-hmm. They were good for about three or four it was years. A good, but a good run. The Sacramento Kings have been bad for forty five years. Why are some teams just unable to ever? Because the normal thing, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. You go along the way. The unusual thing is what the Patriots did. Yeah, yeah. What the Lakers did for thirty years, where they were never bad. That that's the hard thing to do. What's almost as impossible to do what the Patriots and, and the Lakers have done is do what Sacramento is, where you're bad every year. You When we started talking about the Detroit Lions, it's ownership. It's the direction of the franchise. And some owners, some teams will just never get it right. <laughs> they won't. No. It, it, the owner is probably the most important thing that you never think about when you talk about your team. Yeah. Right? If that guy or, or group has it right... You've got a really good chance. If they've got it wrong, you have virtually no chance. I'd rather have the owner of the team not know anything about the sport. Here, you go do it. Exactly. Yeah. Versus a guy that thinks he knows everything. Yep. All right, another one. Kentucky quarterback Will Lewis eats his banana with the peel on. This I got to see. Well, you eat a burger with the box. I don't eat the (laughs) box, though. I just use it as a guard to keep the ketchup-onion you know combo it, from landing in my lap. You know what I picture when you said it like a guard? I pictured like the muzzle on a dog. Yeah. It goes over well, its snout, only you're using the quarter pounder And box. I can drive. I can see over it as I'm driving. I won't miss a beat. I'll tell you. I'll tr- well, I can't. I only have one hand. I was going to take a picture of it on the way home. Oh, are we hitting the... the uh... The burger stand on the uh, don't meet me there, beat me there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you and I, we get we get along pretty yes, well. Sir. I like this. This is this is pretty good along the way. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over seven hundred dollars on average. Also, a quick congratulations to Jackie McMullen, who has covered the NBA for a million years. She's worked at ESPN for a long time. She announced her retirement from ESPN today. Um, just a an um, that she she was yeah. she was one of there's only a handful of reporters that you can put in this category when she would report it it was true no doubt you just knew that it was true there are people in basketball and football and baseball that if they say it's like okay you can go ahead and believe that that's exactly what happened she was one of those reporters i trust her like tide yeah when guys like that or reporters like that would come into the locker room did you know that you could trust them and say things that you needed to say don't lie and you'd make some other people mad because you just lied to them but tell her the truth. DeMarco, it was a pleasure. Look forward to talking to you Good on you, Saturday with the uh, Rams and the Raiders, the second preseason game. Don't forget that you can get the podcast from me and Slee. Just go to the ESPN LA Twitter feed, and they're going to put it up for you as well. We will be back tomorrow. Emily, is it Kirk tomorrow? Yep, Mr. Kirk Morrison. Kirk Morrison in Sleazy tomorrow. Ask Kirk coming up tomorrow, 8.55 on the Thursday edition. We'll see you then.